morning welcome back to the orla clara podcast welcome back to another episode where it's just me myself and i i'm just going to ramble on for a little while and if you came here because the title says did i give myself a heart attack then you might know that i was a little under the weather last week shall we say and did have a little bit of a scar and yeah well we'll get into it and we'll talk about my heart health and stress and burnout and maybe some outside factors that isn't really helping matters but overall this podcast is going to be talking about stress and burnout and how we are all just too blessed to be stressed maybe if I had an English accent that would maybe rhyme but you know what I mean and basically are we the cause of our own demise like are we looking after ourselves we're in 2022 I think there is a massive massive movement for self-care and wellness especially so why still are we so stressed and are we burning out and taking sick leave and all those kinds of things when we should have moved on a lot further but yeah we'll get into it anyway and we'll talk about how to look after yourself and making yourself your main priority so i'll start off and just give a little background of what happened last week basically well we need to go back a little bit further than last week but i think since i was in university and i would say i was drinking a lot more but as every uni student does i don't think i was in any way excessive or any worse than the average uni student but in my second year i would say in particular i remember when i would go on nights out and then i would come home and when i was sleeping like i would wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning and i would just turn over in bed and my heart would be going 90 like it would be going like the clappers and there could be irish idioms really really sorry if they are but it just means that it's going really 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 fast and it just seemed to kind of happen with alcohol i suppose and I was drinking vodka at the time and yeah I would just have mad heart palpitations like all the time especially after drinking and then very rarely this would happen but I remember specifically one morning I was walking to the train station to go to my part-time job over in the world and I was just walking down the street it was like half seven maybe in the morning like eight o'clock and my heart kind of just like stuck like it stammered and it just stuck in place and then just kicked in again but I'd never had that sensation before and it was so, so strange. And I just kind of thought nothing of it. Like my heart went back to beating normally straight afterwards and just went about my life. And then maybe it happened like one or two times after that, like in the next couple of months or so, but like nothing alarming and I didn't go see anybody about it. And then I think towards the end of the year, like I was still getting really bad heart palpitations after drinking and the heart stammering was happening a bit more. So I booked in to go to my GP, went and just told them. And the first thing they always ask is, are you stressed? Like, are you anxious? Are you having anxiety attacks or anything? Like at that time I was second year uni. My course was not really that hard, like in the slightest. Plus the fact I had secured my placement like really early on, like that would cause me stress. I would say at the very beginning of second year, like I was really adamant that I wanted a really good placement and I was stressed. Like what if I didn't get one? and all of the interviews etc but I by that time like I had a placement secured I suppose even maybe looking back now I was stressed about moving to London because obviously I had to go and find somewhere I had been to London once in my whole life for a weekend 
for my 18th birthday, then I was going to have to move without knowing anybody and like starting a full-time job. So I guess things were quite stressful underlying that I wasn't really conscious of. But I went and had a ECG, which is a, I think it stands for an echocardiogram. I could be wrong, but it's basically they hook you up to all these different wires for like 10 to 20 seconds and just take a look at your heart rate. So I got hooked up to one of those. She could see that I had an irregular heartbeat basically so that my heart doesn't beat in time that it would just beat normally and then there would be like a slight delay or like a slight hiccup basically and then we would just go back to normal and then I went to see another nurse and she just took my heart rate with her like fingers on my wrist and even she could pick up that I had the irregularity there but basically nothing happened since and I was sent home and they referred me for a 24-hour ECG so they would put all these stickers on you you go about your life and then they would take a look at the results afterwards but as I said I was moving to London my referral I don't know how but went back to Belfast I was now living in Liverpool I was moving to London I completely missed the ECG and just forgot about it like things got a little bit better when I moved to London I didn't really notice it anymore and then after my year in London I came back to Liverpool and I would say I did notice it a bit more in my final year that I would just be standing at the traffic lights and my heart would just start beating really fast and I would get heart palpitations at really, really random times when I just wasn't doing anything. But again, I was like, oh, I'm not stressed. Like, I don't know why this is happening. But I was in my final year. Obviously, this is the most important year of your university degree and going through the dissertation, like that was really stressing me out because I'd left it last minute, of course. I was traveling down to London to get interviews and stuff in. And I was thinking, what the hell am I going to do after I graduate? What if I don't get a job? And then was time, obviously, with the idea of going to New York at the same time. And looking back, like that obviously was a lot of stress and a lot of things to think about. But at the time, I just didn't think it was that stressful. And I was just kind of going through the motions of everything. Like, I wasn't obsessed, like having anxiety attacks or anything like that. But my heart was just being really, really funny. And I guess I just had those underlying stress like that I wasn't really thinking of. And it all kind of bottled up and it led to like the heart palpitations I suppose but then of course I just forgot about it I moved to New York came back I moved around to Liverpool it was Covid and I just really nothing really triggered anything so I was fine I would say I did have like a few stutters and a few hiccups here and there but nothing overly to worry about until last week so Last Monday, I had been out the weekend before. I'd been out on the Saturday night. I had literally three gins, I had one shot, and that was it. Like, I didn't, I wasn't drunk. I hadn't drank, like, excessively. Like, I was not in a bad shape, I would say. Sunday, I was fine. A little bit hungover, but fine. And then Monday, I was just sitting, working from home. And next thing, like, my heart just started that stuttering again. But every, like two to three minutes so I was just sitting like doing nothing like sitting on my laptop typing away and it would just stutter then two minutes would pass stutter two minutes stutter and I was like oh my god this does not seem normal like what the hell's going on am I going to have a heart attack like what is happening and I just kind of thought okay maybe it'll get better by itself they had been having like a lot of chest pain recently like every couple of weeks I'd have really really bad chest pain but I put that down to indigestion because it was mostly at night time and I find like if I tried to get rid of the food that I just eaten that it would kind of help it like it was just like stuck in my chest and 
yeah, I just thought it would go away. Like I would just go to sleep and wake up the next morning, it would be fine. But I woke up on Tuesday and if anything, it was worse and it was more frequent and it was a little bit scary. So I like rang my doctor, they rang me back and like asked what's going on, like how often is it? They're like, okay, go straight to A&E, you need to get this checked out, that doesn't sound normal. And I got to A&E and I spent nine hours in A&E. So, because I had a presentation that morning with work and I presented to 200 people over Zoom with my heart racing and stuttering and yeah, so bad. I then went to NA for like 3, 3 p.m. Was seen like by the triage nurse and then I got an ECG for like 10 seconds. And I was out of that by 5 p.m. I would say, but I waited from 5 p.m. until 1 a.m. in the morning to see a doctor. It was mental, it was, oh, it was so destroying. It was so, so slow. And it was like a little bit upsetting as well because I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God, like what if I get admitted? What if I have to stay over in hospital? Because I've never ever had to do that before. And I very, very rarely ever go to hospital. And like just being so far away from home as well. Like my mom and dad didn't know that I was in the A&E. And I just kept getting like, just I kept thinking about it and like getting a bit upset. Like, cause I was there by myself. Like my boyfriend couldn't come with me because there was no guests allowed in A&E basically. Cause it was so busy. It was only for patients. And I was just thinking like I have work tomorrow, like I have so many things on this week, I have so many deadlines, like I, I can't be in hospital and also what the hell, I am 25 years of age, why have I got a heart problem, like what does this mean and just thinking and overthinking and thinking the worst because at the same time your heart is like your most important organ, like if your heart doesn't work you die, like if your heart stops you die. And it's not like you know, have a kidney infection where I can, you can take antibiotics or something like that, but like it's your heart. Like it's so, it's so scary. And okay, sorry, I had to collect myself for a minute there. But yeah, it's, it's so, so scary. And basically the doctor just came in and he said that my ACG didn't look good, that there were some irregularities in my heartbeat and they needed basically just to do more checks and they were gonna bypass my GP, get like an emergency 24 hour ECG within the next two weeks. And basically I'm still waiting to hear back and I haven't heard anything yet. But I would say that my heart has got a lot better. It's definitely not beating as irregular as it was last week. Like, thank God it is still stammering a little bit, but like every, once every hour maybe. So it's not anywhere near as bad. Um, then I did find out that my cousin has the same thing, my uncle has the same thing, and they've both gone in for surgery. Um, my cousin went in a couple of years ago to get his heart shocked back into action, and my uncle is going in for surgery next month for the same thing. Which is terrifying because obviously my uncle is in his 60s, my cousin, he's in his late 30s, I would say, has kids, family. And they're both males, which you would find, I think, heart problems more in males than in females. And I'm 25 and I'm a female. And I'm like, why have I got this? Like, what the hell? Like, nobody else in my family has this. It's just me and my cousin and my uncle. And, like, my family is huge. Like, I have loads of cousins. I have loads of aunts and uncles. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I have this. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's treatable. I think it might be just something I have to live with because the last time I was told about my irregular heartbeat, they told me it was just something that I basically had to monitor and that was it and I was sent on my way. 
So we'll know soon enough, but yeah. I just kind of, I wanted to talk about maybe the things that like triggered it and like looking after yourself and especially your heart health and yeah, really important things that I haven't been doing and things that I've been doing that might have caused this and sped it along basically. But I would say outline outside factors that like external factors maybe that don't help is that I drink a lot of coffee. I drink probably three to four cups a day. I have a Starbucks almost every day. If you know me, you know I drink a lot of Diet Coke and I always have, like my whole life I have drank Diet Coke from when I was in school. Like when I was 11, 12, I remember like I always went to the shop. I was always known for having Diet Coke. That's been like 14 years or maybe even more of me drinking a lot of Diet Coke every day of my life. And I would say I drink three cans a day probably of Diet Coke plus the three cups of coffee and it's weird because I would not go near a can of Red Bull like you could not pay me to drink Red Bull Boost any energy drink monster like any of those things I would not touch them I would not smell them like absolutely not but yet here I am drinking six cups of pure caffeine every day in like other forms but not thinking about it and I think I had just been basically like upping my caffeine intake a lot in the last few weeks and for someone with a flipping heart problem that is not good like that is just not okay like I should have maybe thought about this a little bit more so ever since last Monday I have been diet coke free I have been caffeine free no coffee which honestly has been an absolute struggle I'm so used to having a cup of coffee first moment I wake up like that is the first thing I do in the morning I switch on the kettle and I have my first cup of coffee because I feel like it just wakes me up like I think my brain is just programmed now to know that coffee is what is going to revive me get me ready for the day get me on all full energy and now I have no caffeine I have no intake whatsoever so I finally got some decaf coffee, which is my placebo effect. I've been buying decaf mochas from Starbucks and yeah, I wouldn't say I've noticed a massive difference. Like my energy levels are still okay work-wise. I'm getting through the day, I'm not too tired, but I also haven't been to the gym now in like over a month, I would say, but I wanted to get back the 1st of November. That was my time to get back into the gym. And yeah, I just don't want to raise my heart rate too much and maybe knock it out of whack again so I'm kind of slowing down in the gym not exerting myself too much and sticking off any form of caffeine which is horrendous but I've also been now 10 days no alcohol which I don't really drink alcohol that much anyway but it is coming up to Christmas coming up to the party season and I might be sober until the end of the year who knows because I just don't want to trigger it and make it any worse but that's basically the health intake at the moment. I'm on a caffeine-free diet. So I took like a real inner deep dive. What's the word? I took a real, I took a look inwards to myself basically and had to think, is there anything that's causing me stress? Are there things that could be triggering my heart to beat a lot faster, beat out of time? What am I doing wrong? Like what are the things that I can change? Am I putting myself under too much pressure? Am I burnt out? Like what is happening? As well, like looking back on my uni time when I thought like I wasn't stressed, I was fine. But then realizing like, no, like there was so much things happening that like, you were stressed when it was your body trying to tell you that you were stressed. And this could be the same thing. So that's why I want to take the, the time to like 
do the inner work and say, okay, am I putting too much pressure on myself and causing myself to have a heart attack or I don't know what an episode, I'll call it an episode because it wasn't a heart attack, but a heart episode basically. So I thought about work and obviously the brands that I work on are very luxury, very fashion, very Italian and while work is full on, it's not, I wouldn't say it causes me too much stress, like I don't work into the night, I don't work weekends. My job two jobs ago was the most stressful thing I've ever done like waking me up at 4am in the morning thinking about the Australian market and being able to email them on time, having deadlines that were impossible to work towards. So comparing that to like where I am now, like this is not stressful, like in the slightest. Yes, it's annoying at times because there's so many rules and regulations and restrictions and things because it's such, the brands I work on are so, such big names. But I love it. Like I love my job so, so much. Every day I was sat at my laptop like, I'm so lucky that I get to do this again, that I get to work on these brands and have the job that I have. So I definitely don't feel any stress, I would say. Like, yeah, there's stressful times, but I'm not like, oh my God, I can't cope. Get me out of this place. So like work-wise, I'm fine. Like, it's so fine. So then I thought, okay, like, what am I doing outside of work that's causing me any stress? And obviously, you all know I have this podcast. I have my Instagram. I have TikTok. I have YouTube now. I have an email subscription newsletter. Um, I have Twitter, I have a Facebook page, I have a Pinterest page, like the list goes on. And some of those things I have two accounts for, some of those things I have three accounts for. So I kind of took a look at it last week and I said, okay, something's gotta give. Like I'm doing far too much. I am planning all this content in. There's no way that I can do it all. Plus the fact I wanna read 100 books this year and I want to read like 10 books a month which just isn't feasible around work, around content, around having a life and a social life and making sure like my relationship is still healthy. Like it is a lot and it's sometimes it is too much. So I've went with the approach that less is more and I've reined it all in. I've taken a look at my social accounts and like the content I wanna be creating and I've said, okay, we're stopping this. We're focusing on a lot less and just running with this to give myself less pressure less things to work on and hopefully I can work better at those because there is less so we'll see but yeah like I had two TikTok accounts I had one for my books and I had one for just general travel and life so the book TikTok is gone Instagram I had my personal account obviously I have my Orla Claire Instagram and I also had a book Instagram so the book Instagram is gone I'm focusing mainly on my travel YouTube channel I would say at the moment, um, putting out a video every two weeks, which isn't too stressful. My blog, which has just fallen to the wayside, I'm trying at least one blog post a week. One blog post a week, I think, is at the most I can do right now. And my email newsletters, like once a month to two times a month. TikTok, as and when. Instagram, as and when. Like, I'm not putting too much pressure on myself. And the rest of the things I'm trying to like automate, so putting out tweets pins, Facebook posts, getting those all lined up on a Sunday, ready to go throughout the week. Basically trying to make my life as easy as possible so that I can have the time to read and to consume social media. Cause I don't, I don't spend a lot of time actually looking on social media and watching things. I basically just post, post, post and don't see what other people are doing because I literally have no time. 
plus the fact I took on the challenge of teaching myself Italian with Duolingo. So I do that every day. I learn Italian. Um, so I've added some more stress to my life, but I want to do something new and I work for an Italian fashion brand. So I want to learn how to speak Italian. So I'm trying to de-stress myself. I'm trying not to get to that burnout stage. I'm trying to take my health more seriously and making better choices with food, with drinks, and basically, yeah, my outer outer work life, my side hustles, my the things I do in my spare time. Like I want to read more and like I want to read more so that it causes me less stress. I can relax. I'm watching a lot more crap TV, which to be honest is like a safe haven at the minute. Like at nighttime I've got I'm a celebrity on. At the weekend I'll watch Love is Blind. I'll just watch really, really crap TV and I'm enjoying it. Like I'm being really cozy. I'm just lying watching TV, like trying not to think about other things. And it just it lets you relax and like just lets your mind switch off so yeah I'm trying to take more time for myself before I end up with any really bad health issues but I think your health is so important and it can take a backseat especially with with work or with things that you want to do if you have like big aspirations and dreams that you want to work yourself into the grind to make these things happen but is it worth it for the sake of your health like no so as I said earlier, we are all too blessed to be stressed and I'm going to start following more people on Instagram that are like more wellness focused and they can give me tips and advice on, especially with like diet and lifestyle, like what I can do better to make myself more relaxed and maybe I'll take a leaf out of Boy George's book and start meditating a lot more and chanting and get my chakra beads and all that kind of stuff. Who knows? But yeah. I just wanted to highlight heart health basically for a little while and hopefully I get some results in the next few weeks and we'll take it from there but I'm gonna yeah look after myself a little more and this is your reminder to look after yourself a lot better and there are small things that you can do of course like like me go off diet coke go off caffeine go off alcohol eat better foods less processed foods less chocolate because I eat a lot of chocolate and that can also trigger it and just spend time at home like don't leave the flat that's what I'm doing like just stay on the sofa watch tv maybe go for a little walk especially at lunchtime when there's still daylight outside and relax take it easy because your health is the most important thing I think it was Stephen Bartlett or somebody said that you know you can have so many successes in business and in life and all these big friend groups and like loads of money and if you take away your friendship circle you also still have your family you have your businesses you have your money you have all this success if you take away the amount of money you have you also still have your friends you have your house you have your business you have whatever but if you take away your health you have nothing like you can't work you can't make money like all those things disappear so your health is the most important thing that you have so you need to look after it and this is my public service announcement to look after yourself and know that nothing is worth risking your health for like your job like your side hustle looking fit af like none of it is worth your health i'll update you next time on the podcast with how things are going like how my health is and if i'm seeing any difference in my health i suppose like with cutting out everything and changing what i'm eating and what i'm drinking and we'll see how things go but I hope you have a lovely week and I'll chat to you soon. Of course, you can find me over on Orla Claire where I'll probably be updating my Instagram stories with too much information as always. And 
I'll have my Copenhagen travel vlog up this weekend if you want to see what we got up to in Copenhagen a few weeks ago. And that's it. I will love you and leave you and have a nice day. Bye.